Hi everyone, today is a new day and you're a part of it. Join me, Dr. Megs, for short stories and quick tips to boost your mood and your productivity. This is the PGH Dreamers Pod. and welcome to the PGH Dreamers Pod. Our path continues today as we speak with local entrepreneurs, creators, and thinkers who are doing big things in the Pittsburgh area. Our guest today is Rakia Davenport, who is a fitness enthusiast and dance entrepreneur in the Pittsburgh area. She works with all ages in a number of capacities and has been named a Legacy Arts Project Artist, a premier advocate at the Be Healthy and Smart Initiative community, a previous resident artist at the KST Theater, and a lead teaching artist for K Theater Dance Complex. Kia has mentored youth through self-advocacy, self-love, and self-esteem workshops, as well as advocated for women with group fitness and nutrition education programs. Thanks for being here, Kia. Thanks for having me, Megan. It's so good to see you and talk to you and with everything going on and crazy and all that. So I'm excited <laughs> to be here. This so awesome. excited to have you too. So let's start off with breaking ground, which is just a few quick questions to break the pavement and get us kicked off. You up for that? Always. Let's do it. All right. First question. Do you have a morning ritual? Um, so as of lately, my morning ritual has been reading 10 pages of any book. And I'm going to do that for 30 days. And every 30 days, I will choose a new book to start with. And then I also do at least 10 minutes of journaling. That's been my morning ritual for the past like month. And it's been amazing and mind clearing and just focusing in on something and just taking time for myself because I don't get to do that often. Yeah, yeah. Do you have tips for people who are like on the fence about journaling and don't know how to get started with that? So I guess my biggest tip would be to remember that no one is going to read it except for yourself. (laughs) To know that you can put anything in there and leave it on the paper. So you know how we as dancers will leave everything on the dance floor. If you are writing, everything you're leaving on that paper stays there. And that's the intentional part about it, to not carry those things around with you throughout your day to make it more positive. Nice, nice. So in terms of book, do you have a favorite book or author? So as of right now, if I'm being completely honest, I was never a big reader in school. I love to write though. Like English is my favorite, my favorite class. But so as far as books go, I'm just looking for books that speak to me motivational wise. So as of right now, I'm reading Michelle Obama's Becoming. And it's a very, it's a very different read because she makes you focus on parts of yourself that you didn't, you don't want to, that you kind (laughs) of push to the side, but she puts them in the forefront. So it's very, very uh, mind forward thinking, if that's, that makes sense. So that's where I'm at now, as far as Arthur goes. Excellent. And I know this is going to come up time and time again, but how do you keep your body and mind healthy? What's your top choice? Okay, so my top choice for mind and body healthy is just always, always focusing on my mental health. I know it's this very hard topic, especially in the black community to talk about mental health. And we can talk about food, we can talk about working out, we can talk about sleep, which is super important as well, and keeping your stress level down, but always focusing on your mental health and thinking of things that can make that better. So for me, it's been going into therapy and that's been helping me keep my body together. Cause once you're, once your physical's together and your mental's together, then I think everything else can be well-rounded. And that's, that's how I focus the most. Absolutely. And if you could describe yourself with one word, what would it be? 
I would say evolving. So, Love you know, I, I've just been, I've just been trying to evolve in every which way possible, whether it be in my, with my career, whether it be with always learning or always, you know, with new ideas or moving forward. So I think right now in the space I'm in mentally evolving is the word that describes me the best. True to form. Awesome. Now that our listeners got to know you a little bit, let's start by talking about your journey. So can you give us your background, maybe leading us from childhood through school to where you are now? Basically, how did you pave your own way? Okay, sure. I always love this question because it's such a fun one. So I started dancing when I was five and I started at Miller Elementary School on the Hill District, but now it's called Miller African-American Centered Academy. And it was more like miming, but it was more dance troupe based. And we did a lot of African dancing. Our, our English teacher actually taught us dance and it was, it was awesome. And I thought I was just the coolest thing. And then fast forward to about sixth grade, I didn't dance from fifth into sixth. And then I did drill team for a year then picked up my life and moved to Baldwin from the Hill District, which was a crazy culture shock. And I didn't dance again until high school. And two of my best friends, we decided to join the talent show. And that's when I realized I knew nothing about dance, not a thing. So all the other girls are up there and they're, and they're getting these huge applauses. And me and my friends are doing what we like to do, but we didn't know the, the other worlds out there, right? I didn't know any other styles of dance except the ones that we created on our own. So then I joined the dance team. That was hard because without training as a, as a younger girl and then joining a dance team full of very trained, you know, young women who had opportunities given to them that I unfortunately didn't have, it was, it was a huge mind-blowing experience that definitely put me in a, a bubble for a while. So then fast forward to my first year of college, I did Chicago and that was a fun time because I did track and field in high school. I just quit dancing altogether. Uh. <laughs> I quit. I was like, I gotta go, can't do this. So then I did, um, I did Chicago there and that was an awesome experience. So I learned choreography, you know, for the first time for, from women who had been teaching and choreographing for musicals I thought oh, this is awesome so then I did soccer there for one year it was terrible I was awful I had all speed and no ball control because I'd never played soccer so then the then cease uh point park happened point park was uh one of the best experiences of my life I didn't finish school but I learned so much about myself as a dancer I joined a team called impulse and it was this hip-hop jazz contemporary situation and it was awesome and I got to choreograph for that team and I got to work alongside a lot of seniors and juniors who had been there and who had started Impulse and they would teach at CLO downtown and they would teach in Washington PA for different gyms and dance programs so then I would tag along because I became friends with all of them and whenever they would graduate from Point Park I stayed and taught at CLO after them and out Washington PA and out Cannonsburg and everything they would kind of learn, I would kind of learn behind them. And then being able to choreograph for that team kind of catapulted my self journey or self-madeness. And then after Point Park, I realized tuition was crazy, right? And I could not pay it. 
at all. My mom was not great at computers at that time. So she kind of cut the tuition in half in her mind. And when the check, when the bill came, it was like, well, here we are. So then I took a year off. I was a little defeated by everything. And then I went to CCAC and I studied modern under Kevin Maloney and did rent there. And it was just so, it was such an awesome experience to be in my first official dance class like that. No, I've never taken ballet, never taken jazz, never taken a real uh, a hip hop class that gave me culture and, and gave me so much knowledge of what dance can actually be and the places it can take you other than me watching videos on MTV forever. It shows my age. It's crazy. And then life happened, right? I was at CCAC for two years. Life happened, um, made some, you know, made some life choices that led me to not dancing as much. And then I started, I started bartending and, 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 you know, waitressing for a very long time started doing little gigs here and there sprinkling out you know we've been dancing for a long time Megan so we used to, I, I would <laughs> don't do remind gigs me, girl, for, don't remind me. listen I would do gigs for like 20 bucks and I would do I would travel like an hour and I was always that one in Pittsburgh that would travel to Washington and he would travel to Cannonsburg and I went for pennies just because I wanted to dance and teach so then my name started kind of getting into different cool circles And that's what's cool about Pittsburgh because it's such a big, small city and hip hop became my niche. And so I started, you know, teaching for different studios inside of Pittsburgh. I got introduced to BAM, which was awesome. Uh, (laughs) Got introduced to y'all, which was like life changing because I got to take choreography again and it, it and you know as you know when you teach for such a long time even though I'm I am self-taught primarily with my spark sparks of you know sparks of different teachings um it's cool when you can be in a space full of dancers who just want to pour into you and so now you know I'm, I'm teaching for uh propel schools I've been there for the past three years I teach for Gwen's girls. Um, I've been them. They were founded by Gwen Elliott. I've been there for about four years. They have three different sites that I teach at. I'm with Dance Junction out Glenshaw, PA, and I've been there ooh, since 2012. I've been there for a long and I met them on Craigslist. That was when <laughs> Craigslist was not weird. Yeah, <laughs> it was not weird. And then I just started teaching with Voices Against Violence. I start that this summer and then Esteem. I did Summer Dreamers, which was great. I work with uh, K Theater Dance Complex a lot uh, with my one of my best friends, and and now here I am at 33. You know, whenever I thought a time would never happen where bartending would become just a in the rear view, and it wouldn't be my main gig anymore. And I've created a way for dance become my my main gig and bartending. If I wanted to go back, I could, but not as a I need this to pay my bills anymore. So that's how my journey kind of happened. I was long. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, I love it. I love it because it shows that, yeah, you, you maybe didn't have all the accessibility growing up, but you carved your own journey to get it. You took different styles. You, you studied under different people. You networked and that's how you got to where you are today. And I'm, oh my gosh, you, you just named like four different places that you're currently teaching. Didn't you teach at CCAC this past year too? And Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I did three different fitness classes at CCAC and it was awesome. I met some really cool people there. I've always wanted to get my little name tag where I'm teaching at a, a college. 
And so I got my 60AC badge and I was like, oh man, I can't wait to use it at the front door. And I didn't need to because it was already unlocked. <laughs> I thought I needed it to get in and I didn't. <laughs> but it was awesome. faculty. I was ready and it said faculty on. I felt so cool. I felt so cool. And uh, I met some really cool people that I wouldn't have met had I not taken that opportunity who just wanted a sense of community and just wanted to come, not worry about weight, not worry about being in a place where they felt judged and it was a space that we created together. And it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. That's so cool. Yes. And so with everything that you're doing and learning, do you have any big dreams for the future? Is there anything that you really want Kia to do? So I went to see a couple of shows, right? I've been, I've been trying to go see more shows and I could thank my best friend for that. Cause she's been getting me out of this show of not wanting to get out and go do things. And, you know, we, we as women tend to do that hermit crab ourselves sometimes and life gets a little weird. And the more and more I see these shows and I went to um, attack theater and I saw a show called plus one and it was amazing. And then I went and saw an opera and I went and seen complexions and I'm seeing these works on stage and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a, I'm a dancer. I'm, I, I have things to talk about. I have things to showcase. And so I really want to focus on a piece I did with Legacy Arts, and it was called No Face. Mental health doesn't have a face, right? And it, it's, a, it's a living, breathing work. And I would really like to bring it to one of those bigger platforms and bring in dancers and explain the vision and I would like to take the time to remind myself that my work matters and it can be on a stage like that and take the time to put it together and motivate myself enough to get to that place. Because motiv motivation is such a, a heavy word sometimes and mine comes in spurts. Mine comes in like, damn, I'm so ready. I'm going to sit down and write this whole script down. And then tomorrow my bed seems so much better because I'm obviously not good enough. And it happens like that all of the time. It, you know, when I, when I see how much work you're doing and, I, and, I, and I'll go on Facebook and you have all of these awesome things happening, whether it be Basement Jamming with Megan, whether it be PGA Streamers, um, whether it be BAM, whether it be always creating and just getting out and being creative, that's the, the hope I have for myself to be able to be creative, stay creative, and then take that creativity and put it onto a higher scale to reach more than just Pittsburgh. I think that's the biggest goal nice. so far. And I think you're well on your way there. You're not giving yourself enough credit. Um, I look at you <laughs> as well as a source of motivation. I'm always like, yes, Kia, you're getting out there and you're, yeah. you're getting community and rallying behind. That's the whole point of dance for me and why I continue dancing past college age you know people were looking at me like why are you still doing that you know like you you went to school for science what are you doing it's like I need that sense of community so I feel you girl and I'm in your corner I will be rooting for you and you always have been which is why, <laughs> which is why I have I, I, learned over the years right and in the past few months to surround yourself with those that want nothing but the best for you that want to pour into you and not take from you so much and just be a cheerleader in your corner. And it doesn't necessarily have to always be someone doing something for you, but just them 
you know, praying over you or just a text, hey, what you doing? Remember, I'm still here. I'm ready, you know, for whatever's coming next. Any way I can help, whether it be just a shout out, whether it be, whether it be sending you positive vibes throughout the day, whether it's linking up to get coffee and just spilling your ideas over onto me, those, those are what's happening. And you've always been someone since we met who's been a, a, a biggest Kia fan and I've become this biggest Megan fan and I think that's what it's all about all about just finding your community finding your people and knowing that it doesn't have to be someone you've known for years you can make this connection with anybody that you connect with because we all want the same thing for each other that we want for ourselves you know and I think that's the biggest the biggest lesson I've been learning over the past few months when it's the darkest yeah, absolutely. And that's great advice too, to surround yourself with people that actually believe in you and want the best for you. So in terms of, of additional advice for people that may be sort of like on the fence, should I go one way or another? Should I really pour my heart and soul into something that I love to, to make my life complete and financially stable? What advice would you give those people in addition to what you just told us? So, whoa. So I guess the biggest thing First lesson is, you know, growing up, you never leave a job or unless you have money in the, in the wings, don't ever just pick up and not have any money to support that dream you want to do ever, 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 ever. Um, you know, cause you still got, you still got to have somewhere to lay your head at night. So you got to like pay your rent to make sure you have somewhere to plot those plans for your dream, have a car to get put gas in there to go to those dreams be have smart. your phone be, be smart be strategic you know have your phone bill pay so when they call about your dream you can go those are the top three things <laughs> but jokes aside I think the biggest thing again I have to go back to the journaling I think the more and more you write things down and you see them I'm a huge advocate for writing so the more and more you plan out your what you want and what speaks to you the most and what you're passionate about and what you can be happy doing later. That's the biggest thing. And then also be smart and think about residual income. So think about what can you do to make money after this particular dream has met its point. So as dancers, we get told we're too old. We get told our bodies aren't gonna last forever. You can't, you can't dance forever. You could probably teach instructionally okay, that's realistic. So then what am I going to do to get this residual income that I'm going to go into personal training because I'm going to make people feel good regardless. I'm going to go in to creating a team of other teachers to go into schools and pour in like I did. I'm going to go and give knowledge of why dance is great for your mental health. And I'm going to find different avenues to keep dance in my life, regardless of what my body chooses to do in the future. So always have a plan A, but then have a plan B, but then have a plan C, but they all work together as one. You know, you don't have to just do one thing. And I think that's the, that's the new age thinking. You don't, or, you know, the old, old ways of thinking. You only can do one job. You can only get that one job, retire from that one job, pension from that one job, and then live your life at 70 regretting all the things you didn't get to try you know we don't have to do that anymore you can you can have a podcast and you can still work a full-time job with your science degree you can go and you can do basement jams you can go and advocate on the streets for mental health and for everything that's happening around us you can do so many things and tap into different markets never limit yourself 
That's where I'm getting at. <laughs> found oh it. I had to, had to navigate. The choir. Let me just bow <laughs> down right now. Yes. <laughs> it reminds me of like a Mr. Rogers kind of thing <laughs> up lately about like many hats that the characters wear. Like I'm a firefighter and a doctor. It's like, this is incredible knowledge to be passing on to the next generation because yes, we're, we're kind of on that cusp where we're, we're toggling with the idea. It's not super accepted yet, but I love pioneers like you that are pushing that idea forward. Um, and in terms of the body getting older and, you know, you're moving, you told us you're, you're teaching like four or five different places every week. <laughs> Do you have any advice for people to keep their body in decent shape to keep moving like that? Like, what do you do? So you're not sore. And so you're not like, oh my God, I can't move another minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So we all know as, as adults, stretching is very important. It just is. And no, you don't want to do it. I know your body hurts, but even if you're just sitting on the floor watching TV and you're just stretching your feet and stretching your legs and giving your body that grace, it doesn't matter if you're doing yoga for 10 minutes, everything has a way of working together. So whether, so for me, for me, it's stretching, keeping my stress levels together, getting enough sleep because the body metabolizes while, while it sleeps and it has time to rest and just rejuvenate itself and bring itself back together. Um, nutrition is important, right? But it's also not the, it's not the culprit all the time. It's not, oh man, I ate this pizza. Now I'm fat. That's not true at all. It can't be true. Because if that was the case, I'll be a very different looking woman, <laughs> right? So give yourself grace as well, but also eat, eat food. There's, there's no just water for 48 to 72 hours. Um, you know, food is fuel. Okay. Remember that that's super important. And then any exercise matters. So rather be going for a walk, not all weight is lost from cardio. That is very important as well. That is the most important. One of the most important things I can tell you, if you're going to listen to anything I say right now, that is one of the most important. Any movement is good movement. Okay. That's important too. And then just, I mean, you know, like I said before, give yourself grace. Don't harp on someone else's journey because a journey is not yours. What's right for someone else is not going to be right for my body. What's good for them isn't good for me. Just because they can't eat carbs doesn't mean I can't eat them. Just always remember who you are and social media never ever compare yourself to what's on social media because that's a snapshot this is real life your life in the mirror when you wake up in the morning is your real life that is one moment in someone's life at sometimes a very good angle yeah. <laughs> <Keep> filter. <laughs> with a filter with a filter keep that in mind every time you get up and you go and you start moving and every day is a good day and you get to start a new every day that's the fun part about having days in the week. Every day is a new day to try again. And if you if you stop, pick it up again. That's the cool part about health. You can always learn more and do more and keep pushing. So that's what I got. I've learned that though. It took, it took me a while to get to this point though. No, that's great advice. Okay, Kia. So can you let our listeners know how to get in touch with you? Do you want to pitch any social media or handles or? Absolutely. Websites? Yeah. So on Facebook, it's Rakia Davenport, and there's a couple of us out there. So mine is spelled R-I-C-K-I-A Davenport. I'm in this uh, cute little photo where I look, I'm in like these overalls, super cute in this one. <laughs> and then on Instagram, I'm uh, at Rakia Lynn. So it's Rakia underscore Lynn, all lowercase. I've definitely gone through and try and create this dance friendly page of love and light 
And then you can catch me at Dance Dance Africa at the Kelly Strayhorn Theater. And I um, am doing choreography by Aubrey Latrell. It's going to be so dope. And there's a lot of different artists who are coming through to, uh, you know, you know, to choreograph. And they have been doing, you know, 10 years of Dance Africa. And it's, I've never got to be a part of it. And I'm super excited about it. And then, you know, you could just catch me. uh, I got a couple emails. If there's anything you need or anything, any questions you may have or any one-on-ones you want, you can catch me at Jam Out. So it's as stereotypical as it is, J-A-M-O-U-T, 1216 at gmail.com with any questions, any concerns you may have for yourself. If you just want someone to talk to, I'm here always. She's your girl. Awesome lady. Well, thank you so much for being so real with us today and all the different advice. I look forward to everything you do and wish you most success in the future. I can't wait to see what comes next. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored and blessed to be here. And I wouldn't want to be anywhere else at 9 (laughs) a.m. on a Thursday morning. (laughs) Love you, girl. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Are you feeling stuck? Do you constantly battle procrastination? Are you hoping to achieve more, but just need that extra push? Then accountability can work for you. With my Accountability Buddy program, you will get one-on-one personalized schedules, check-ins, and solutions to help you reach your goals. Whether it be your health, relationships, career, or creative goals, the Accountability Buddy program will keep you on track and will keep it real. Visit pghdreamerproductions.com to sign up now for the affordable Accountability Buddy program. That's pghdreamerproductions.com to get started today. It's time to pave your own way.